Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Hello! What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, or do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time. DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. And maybe you could have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Are you not entertained? Let me entertain you. Make your next thing a big one. Speaking of entertainment, today on the program, Demetrius Netsis. Oh, you know about Demetrius Netsis. Oh, he's from Greece. Yeah, you know. Oh, but you heard about him in London as well. Oh, but he's, oh, he's worldwide. He's an independent artist a singing artist in the pop rock dance genre. He does it all. And you're going to hear about him in the next few minutes. So stick around. This week's shows, I will be at the Rab on Friday night. My usual Friday night gig, the video dance party karaoke jam. So excited. Every Friday night at the Rab. It's always a good time. Full bar, kitchens open, pool tables, pool tournament on Friday night. So if you want to try your hand at playing pool, I encourage you to check out the Rab. Oh, and try the food. It is delicious. Uh, the uh the new owners also own the Italian restaurant. So they're they're classing that kitchen up, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you oh my goodness all right uh let's see oh on saturday <laughs> i have a birthday party unless you're invited you cannot come but i'm only saying it because i'm excited i get to do saturdays different events weddings parties birthdays corporate events oh yeah saturdays are made for parties but friday night come and sing a song at the rab conway arkansas all right that's enough intro i want to get into it with demetrius netsis I got him on Skype, so if you're listening to the audio version, I encourage you to check out the video version on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys, Dan, Skyping Demetrius Netsis now. I hear you just fine. You look beautiful. All right. Thank you. He's a handsome man and he sounds good. (laughs) Hey, I wasn't fishing for compliments. Yes, I was. I was fishing. I got you fished in like a fish. (laughs) Dimitris Netsis. Yes. Did I pronounce it properly? You do pronounce it properly. With flesh and bones. Dimitris Nezis, straight from Athens, Greece. Straight from Athens, Greece. Okay, it's, all right. For for us in the in, on this side of the planet, uh, us uh, dumb Americans, we always think that names in the ancient countries, the countries like Greece, like Rome, Italy, right? All of the European countries that have been here for thousands and thousands of years. So much history. So much history that we go and visit your country just to see the ruins of another civilization that has long since been gone but i wonder i always wonder 
are, are your are the names do the names mean anything does Demetrius Nitzis mean anything well okay I'm impressed with the question I wasn't expecting that type of question okay well done uh, as for the origins of my name firstly because uh, in Greece we are like uh, most of us we're like Christians Orthodox it comes from uh, this Saint Demetrius. Maybe you, you have heard about Saint Demetrius. And also, there's a second origin about that. It comes from uh, the goddess Demetria, which is uh, the harvest goddess. Um, it's like um, it has two types of origination, you know. It comes from the uh, uh, from the goddess Demetria, and also it comes from the Saint Demetrius. Mostly, it's been used because there was a saint named with my name. Apart from that, uh, as for my last name, um, I need to admit it's a nickname. It's not my real last name. But no one knows about it. No one knows, and you will not even know about it. You will not. You will not. Don't, don't worry. It's just us. It's just us. Just whisper, whisper it right here in my ear. Nobody's, nobody's listening. Nobody's watching. It's just us. Trust me. Trust me. No one, uh, no one has to listen to my uh, real last name. It, it doesn't sound well. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Well, that's why I. That's why I changed it to the to Nezis. Basically, in Greek, it's called Nesis. But, you know, some people call me Nesis. The only thing I don't want for people to, to call me is Nazis. Because, you know, possibly some people who are a little bit older may remember some tough times in history. And I don't want people to remember me as Nazis. It's not Nazis anyway. It's, it's, not. it's not Nazis anyway. So it's better for us to to stick to Nazis. It's Nazis. Look, uh, you know, the origins of a name. A name is important. You know, of course, my name is not Keys, Dan. I'm from the Florida Keys here in the United States. And my first name is actually Daniel. So Keys, Dan is a moniker that's been uh, handed to me. Or, or actually, I, get, I came up with it years ago. And it's stuck. But, uh, you know, people in your profession, in our profession, we change our names uh, because we, we want to either have an anonymity or find something that's a little bit uh, more, uh, a little bit more interesting. And, and I want to thank you, first of all, for knowing English. I'm thinking that uh, that people in Greek, Greece know English anyway and not just Greeks. But I mean, I, I do want to know who is the saint? Demetrius, uh, uh, Demetrius, what is he the uh, saint of? What 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 is his his uh, his thing? I, I wasn't expecting that type of question. Seriously, oh my god, it's so embarrassing because you know I need to admit that uh, I I'm a Christian Orthodox, but I need to admit that I'm not that into. Um, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to say, you know, I, I believe that there is goodness to, um, to a lot of things, to a lot of, um, 
you know, um, things out of there, not only in Christianity, mm -hmm. if you understand what I mean. Um, as, I, as I was getting older, I was trying to believe uh, and I was trying to see goodness in every single thing out, of, out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a Christian Orthodox, but I'm not that, you know, I'm not that a fanatic Christian Orthodox. Uh, so when I was even a child, uh, I was good in uh, history. I was a little bit of good uh, in maths. I wasn't good in the... Um, <laughs> In that lesson, when we were used to study about Christianity, uh, but I, I I remember that Saint Demetrius was um, a saint who was trying to help the poor. I'm not one hundred percent sure okay. about it, but I, I remember he was trying to uh, even steal somehow from the poor. From no, no, sorry, for the from the rich. To help the poor people. It's kind of noble, you know, to try to help the poor. Once we get to a certain level, to a certain status, you want to help the people around you. And I, I know that some of your songs have a lot of messages uh, in, in that. And we will get to your songs. I encourage everyone, you know, here, uh, if you look up Demetrius Netsis, uh, the name, You'll find the YouTube videos, you'll find the Spotify, you'll find the Apple. But I like to know a little bit about the person behind the music, you know, how how you started, how this came about. Are people in your family uh, music musically inclined? The, the music of the Greeks, I've done weddings, okay, so many weddings over the years. And some of the best weddings are the Greek weddings where they dance the, uh, you know, in the circles. I, I can't remember the name of the of the dance where you dance in the circles with your with your family, uh, the men on one, on the outside, the women on the inside, and you kind of switch partners. Maybe I'm confusing that with the Tarantella. I think that might be Italian, possibly, or maybe it is no, Greek. No, no. There are lots of different type of dancing. It's not only one. That's why. Okay. There are, I, lots, of them. There are lots of them. Every single, uh, every single town, almost every single town in Greece has uh, that type of dancing. So. Okay. To go back to it's not, okay. It's not only Italian. The origins of names. The origins of you. Yes, I, I'm half Cuban. I grew up in a Catholic family. I went to Catholic school, and all I heard about Daniel, my first name, was that I got fed to the lions. I'm in the lions' den, and I got out alive. Ah, I made it. I made it out alive. Your life. That's, That's right. All matters. Any name that has L at the end, it means God. So Danielle, it's something of God. I see. I too don't know com the complete origins of my name, but what's in a name anyway? Uh, the great bard Shakespeare said, uh, "A rose uh, would smell just as sweet by any other name." Right? And I know I'm paraphrasing. I'm butchering that up. But uh, do you do, do the Greeks learn English in school in primary school? Is that something that happens all the time, or uh, do you? You always have to be bilingual. I, I learned Spanish when I was uh, a young lad, you know, when I was a kid. Uh, but um, do you have to learn English and Greek? Well, that's how it goes in Greece. Uh, when you're about uh, five or six years old, uh, you definitely, your parents sent you to a school uh, to learn a second, a second language apart from Greek. 
you know, uh, Greek is the mother language. Apart from that, and based on the thing that like 60 years ago, 50 years ago, because uh, Greece had so many wars happened here, especially in Europe, uh, they were sending uh, their uh, children, uh, for, um, they were migrants, a lot of migrants in Germany, in the US and stuff like that. So it happens and it used to be happening to the, to the families even right now, they sent to extra schools their children to learn a second language. Most of them learn English, most, most of them. And it's something, you know, you're not obliged to learn English, but most of the uh, families here uh, send their children to learn English. As a second language, if they want to, most of them prefer to learn French or German and some of them Spanish. But, um, it's the most common thing for the Greek families to send their children to learn English. Apart from that, when you go to the primary school and even high school, there is always a language that you need to learn. You're obliged to do that. You're obliged to learn one extra language and it's English. Very good. Well, I'm glad that you learned English because I have these beautiful songs that are sung in English and you've had collaborations with people in English, but I listen to your Greek songs. Oh my goodness. You know, okay. You sing beautifully in, in, uh, in English, you know, without a doubt you have the skills. I, I don't know how long you've been honing those. We'll get into that for sure. But when I listen to you sing in the Greek, I feel, I hear you feel it from from so deep, I can tell that's the language that you feel. I have no idea what the words are saying, but I can feel you singing that music in Greek. I mean, okay, when did you start the singing? Are there family members that are getting you into this music? Do you play any instruments? I know I'm throwing a lot of uh, questions out at you, but answer them as, as best you can. All right. So everything, uh, everything started when I was a little child. I, it was my biggest dream to become a singer. It was my biggest dream since I remember myself, since forever. Uh, so when I was growing up, um, I had only this in mind, but I come from a family that no one has to do with the music industry. No one at all. I had no help at all, but I had my, my heart and my mind, uh, which were stuck on that dream. Uh, so when I finished high school, I, I tried to study economics, but nothing happened there because I quit and I went to the National Conservatory of Athens to study how to sing, uh, to study how to play the keyboards. Uh, you know, I know how to play the keyboard, not that much, because I was concentrated on how to learn to sing professionally. Okay. Uh, so I studied for some years here in Athens, and after that, I moved out to London when, when I was 25, uh, because I was doing a bachelor in uh, music performance in University of West London. I used, all, I used also to live and work 
in London. It was a wonderful experience. I will never forget this, and I will never. I, I don't regret anything at all. It was one of the biggest experiences in my life because it made me a better person and also a better artist for sure. Uh, but when I was when I was in London, I wasn't that confident. I need to admit that, even though I was studying. Uh, I I wasn't feeling that confidence in me to start singing something in English. I had some opportunities, but I was shy. I, I couldn't make it. Uh, when I was 25 years old, I released my first Greek songs. You know, it's not easy when you are not signed as a as an artist. When when you're independent, and when you have to pay for everything, it's not easy to do anything at all, at all to do anything uh, any any type of step. So when uh, when I was like, it was almost four years in London. Um, something personal happened, and I needed to come back in Greece. So I ha I was hiding be behind that lie, and I'm very honest with you. And I told myself, you know, I'm coming back to Greece because I want to try to do a career here in Greece, and there's no way for me to do anything in London. You know, it was a lie. I wasn't confident. I need to admit that. Uh, so uh, from 2011, uh, I was trying to release independently, of course, uh, Greek songs. You know, it's 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 another story when you sing with uh, in your mother language. You know, you feel it to your gut. Yes. You know, it's another story, of course. Uh, and also, I'm a lyricist, so I write the lyrics that I sing. You can feel, I can feel every single word. Eight years of me releasing Greek music. Ah, I had some friends from, from London. They were like, come on, come on. You have to release something in English. Come on, Dimitris, you have to try that. Uh, so in 2020, I told myself, you need to try for goodness sake. You need to try that. <laughs> Well, and all also because my style is not that type of um, um, I'm pop rock. I'm mostly I'm mostly singing in pop uh, songs and dance. I release dance music. This is not that um, popular in Greece. In Greece, it's like uh, most uh, singers sing. Um, uh, have you heard of Buzuki? No, I have not. I, I, I might have played it at a Greek wedding, but I don't know if that was the type of music that I'm thinking of in my head. Have you heard of Dorbas dancing? No, I, I see. No. I, I, I might have seen it, but I don't know what it is. If you say the name, I don't know it. Or uh, Buzuki reminds somehow of guitar, but it's very Greek. Uh, so most uh, singers in Greece uh, sing that type of music, which contains, which includes mostly uh, instrumentations of bouzouki and stuff like that. Uh, it's um, it's a way other genre than pop. So I told myself you should try to release something in English because possibly there will be more um, chances for you to be heard uh, worldwide, for goodness sake. Uh, you will expand your, your fans, your fan base. Go for it. Give it a try. 
So I asked for from a, from a friend of mine uh, who I know from 20, 2007. He's living in in the U.S. and he's uh, Spanish. I'm not sure. I think he's Spanish. He's called DJ Trevi, and um, he had some collaborations with uh, Warner Bros. And I told him he was writing mostly ADM music. I told him. Would you mind writing me something? And I will put the lyrics on it. And he's like, of course, come on. I was waiting for that for so long. So he gave me the music of Out of Me, which was my first single. It was released like two years ago. And I need to admit that I was impressed on how many possibilities there are out there. Well for an indie artist to be heard. You know, I I felt way more confident. I felt way more confident and I trusted myself to go out there and be heard. And you know, it's not easy because there are so many beautiful artists out there who live who who live in the UK, in the US, in Australia, and uh, who of course they sing I don't know if they think better f- from me in English, but somehow I need to admit that may, they may like uh, feel better the music they sing, the lyrics they sing, because it's their mother language. But you know, I'm trying my best. I'm not. Tr- I'm, I'm trying my best, and I need to, and I, I need to admit that I'm evolving. Yes, I'm evolving. I need to. I need to say that. Time and repetition is what's going to make you better. The practice makes perfect. Uh, that that's a it's been an adage that's been around for the longest time. But you know, I, I I'm thinking about the the types of music. My listener is aspiring to be a musician, to be a singer such as yourself. But there's two ways you can do it. You could do the bazooki music that'll get you a job every weekend at the restaurant you'll be able to be the bazooki singer at the club there and it's very comfortable it's only a few miles away from your from your house maybe five minutes away you go do that job every night that is a very small limited but you can make a living doing that you can play weddings there in greece doing the bazooki mm-hmm. music, but you have yeah. aspirations of going beyond that, of going further. You've done the bazooki music for what you did it for eight years. You were doing that mm-hmm. type of music, yeah. uh, localized Greek music stuff. That's uh that's, that's very uh, near and dear to your country, but you have aspirations. You've seen the outside world. Now, Athens, very ancient city. It's a city that's been built on t- top Uh, built on top and built on top and then london also an ancient city you know maybe i'm I'm not sure quite the history i know the britons were there thousands of years ago and then the the greeks thousands of years ago there's ancientness to both of them there's history to both now you Mm -hmm. coming from athens okay with all its history and going to london with all its history what was the 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 I mean, there has to be so many differences, but what is it that that drew you to London besides school, the University of West London, uh, go whatever they their mascot is, uh, you know, but besides going to that school, what struck you about London that was so different from Greece that you that you enjoyed yourself or you didn't nightlife. (laughs) 
<laughs> Tell me about the nightlife of London, because all I hear is that there's a pub on every corner, and the pubs are all named Cock and Bull, Flower and Lace, uh, Egg and and Hammer. You know, so they all have these crazy names, these pubs, but they're on every corner, and the beer is. Th- warm and and frothy or or you know what is what is it about the nightlife that is so different from athens greece basically um even in athens nightlife is very good you know you can uh you can get wasted anytime (laughs) and the and the night halls uh you know uh, stay open till early in the morning uh, so sometimes uh, this is better from London uh, because sometimes um, uh, the pubs were used to to like close at eleven o'clock at night, but there were some like underground clubs. There was something underground that which was really fascinated. And when I was like twenty five years old back then, I was enjoying to the max. Apart from that, you know, when you live in another country, you feel like way freer. You feel like. Uh, that freedom that uh, moves you to enjoy that more, more. You know, I was like feeling um, free away from my family who were living in Athens. It was my first time living alone. You know, all of that, all of that combination helped me enjoy that uh, when I was living in uh, in London, it was great, and also uh, I enjoyed that. You know, it, it's like a, a rejuvenation. You know, it's like I was I I, I, I was feeling reborn. It was like a way a new way of living, definitely different from the way of living I used to have in uh, Athens t- till I was I was twenty five, and you know also. People were very friendly. They were okay to me. Uh, I got some great friends. I still do have them. And they visit me, you know, in Athens and I visit them back in London. Uh, And also it was uh, great, uh, the feeling that you could also travel cheap from London. Do you know that? I did not know that. Tell me about that. Is it a railway Mm -hmm. or or what what is the... The, the expense of going from, because I, I, I imagine in Europe, all these countries that are all on top of each other that, that are so close. Uh, hey, let's take a jaunt over to France. Hey, let's go uh, check out Portugal. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think those would be, that would be so neat to be able to go and hop from country to country and experience the, the richness and the, and the culture of the different countries that have all come to the United States and really have been melted down in our, uh, what we call the melting pot, you know, and everybody brings all their cultures here. So we really don't have, I know people say, Oh, we have a rich culture in America. Well, our culture is a mixture of all the cultures all over the world. I think that's our, Mm -hmm. that's our history of our young country, but you have, very demographic, very sectioned off cultures in in Europe, and I find that fascinating, you know. But uh, tell tell me about the travel uh, from Greece to to Europe uh, to uh, London, from Athens to London. Basically, basically, yeah. You you as you said, 
the expenses were it was cheap to travel from London to any European country. As you could travel, uh, you know, uh, going and come back, you could travel like two ways with only 50 euros, which is about $60. It was very cheap. It was very cheap. And I enjoyed it because I went to uh, the Netherlands. I went to Italy. I went to uh, Iceland. I went to France. I, <laughs> I went to Brussels. I went to so many places and I enjoyed it because it was very cheap. And I love traveling. And, you know, uh, it, it sounds familiar that you uh, you're talking about the countries uh, in Europe uh, that, uh, you're talking about their history and you you believe that it's very fascinating and that's how it works from uh, for us for Europeans too so I'm a European and I definitely believe that um, living in the US also traveling to the US and also when I'm thinking about your, uh, USA's history I believe it's absolutely fascinating Fascinating. Oh, oh, for you sure. Know. And you, you were talking about uh, Greeks uh, that have been at, at war for a long time. I, I believe the United States has been at war for a long time. Uh, our, our times of peace are, are very light. And I, I know, oh my goodness, I'm listening to the one song that you had, uh, The Poison, uh, about freedom and, and why are you poisoning my freedoms? And, and oh, everything is so uh, out there is just so topsy-turvy turned upside down and did you write this song and and do all the music as well who tell me about poison i I want people to go and listen to poison after they're done with this or or you can pause it right now go ahead pause it listen to the song and then come back and demetrius nisi is going to tell you all about it go ahead go ahead tell tell them all about it we're back i'm so excited about this song i wrote it (laughs) i'm so excited you know I need to I need to tell you the story. Uh, about a year ago, when um, when I heard that I'm a um, Grammy voting member, I was trying to connect with people, uh, with other voters. Uh, so I connected with Kit Wakely. Kit Wakely is a magnificent musician. Kit Wakely is amazing on what he's doing, and lately uh, he won his first Grammy too. Uh, but yeah, like uh, in February, he won his first his first Grammy. Uh, when I when I met him, when I connected with him, um, he was so kind. He was so down to earth and friendly. So when I was like, you know, kid, I love your music. Is there any possibility I could like collaborate with you in a way? And he told me, of course, yes. So I have some um, unreleased songs, unreleased instrumental songs, and you can choose any any of them. Uh, but I need to admit that if if he wasn't believing in me, he wouldn't like give him anything. I, I suppose he obviously he he must have heard some songs of mine. He must have believed in me since the beginning. That's what he's saying to me, like you know backstage he he's he always saying to me that he believes in me he believes in my talent yeah 
<laughs> well, I definitely believe so, in you. Uh, you know, the, the, just the lyrics itself, the, the war is poison, the hate is poison. It's, uh, it's very powerful. You. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. So um, when, he, when I listened to that music of poison, the instrumental, the instrumental the music, I was like, wow, I was impressed. The music is brilliant. It is fantastic. So, uh, because I'm I'm a lyricist also, I'm, I I I I prefer to sing my own songs. Mm -hmm. I was I was I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't able to sleep at night back then, a few months ago, uh, because I was trying to find some lyrics to suit the melody. So I remember myself. I was like, mm, "Come on, I need to I need to find the story behind that. I need to find the story." But it was very like it was an EDM melody, but very aggressive somehow. It was like bringing to me some memories when I was a child. When I was a child, that I was you know I had high hopes for my future. And I wanted to do so many things when I was older. And, and that, in combination with the war that, ha that still happens in the Ukraine, in Ukraine. Um, and because I am also the type of person who wants freedom all over the planet. I believe in freedom. I want freedom. Well, I know that you were born in the 80s and I, I graduated in the 80s and I remember the thing that I learned about Greece, you know, in, in civics, you know, learning about the world history and what have you. Uh, it, it was uh, Turkey and Greece were having conflicts back in the 80s and I, I don't know if that's been resolved or, or uh, do, do you like the Turks now? Uh, are we all getting along? Uh, but it's, it's always a conflict and I I know that it takes a toll on the economy and i've heard that, that greece is having problems with the economy as well and and it's hard to 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 make a living uh, i mean ah I, i do have this opportunity to speak to to a greek but i know that uh, you don't have all the answers and i oh and i want to to uh to uh make reference uh, that you're up at three o'clock in the morning to do this i want to thank you for that for sure before we go any further uh, you know you're up at the uh what is it the vampire hour you said <laughs> vampire hour exactly all right right now it's 3.35 in the morning. So hello to any vampire in my house. There you go. There you go. But you have to invite them. You have to invite them. I need to admit that, uh, unfortunately, we, uh, we still have some conflict uh, with, uh, with Turkey. But I, I think that's, uh, that's, uh, that's problems uh, between governments. I, I don't think that uh, that it's problems between uh, the citizens. Anyway, I believe in freedom. I believe in democracy. I believe in friendship. And I love Turks. I love uh, Americans. I love everyone. I love people. I love freedom. Uh, I love love. And so uh, let's keep uh, let's keep talking about poison. So the, co the combination of um, my memories as a child with the war uh, hap still happening in the in ukraine uh, brought up to real life poison's lyrics and i was like okay let's let's talk in the in the verse let's talk about my childhood and in the chorus we can talk about war and of course i'm trying to pass the message to whole planet to the whole world that peace 
peace is the one of the biggest things we should we should keep alive well i mean even the visuals that you have on the uh on the video i'm a very visual person as i said i I graduated in 1986 mtv was the music video uh station uh video killed the radio star so unless you had the visuals you can do you can be a great musician a gate a great singer uh but unless you had a great music video uh, you weren't gonna. You were gonna only go this far. You had to go a little further to get that visual. But I, I see things blowing up, and and the visuals that I can, you know, that I, I always play videos at the at the clubs when I play uh, songs. But I do want to play uh, you, this song on on Friday night for the people, and people are gonna go, "Wow, what is that? That's powerful." But t- tell me about the visuals that and who made the video for you. Well, the video was made by. Um Pulse Music Greece, which is a record label that I run. Okay. It's my record label. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, f- from that record label, I also try to support other indie artists in Greece that do not have the money to release their songs. So I'm doing that on my own uh, and they don't need to pay a penny for that. I'm so happy when I see them smiling and that they're proud to be working with me. And that's all that matters. So about the visuals, which which was made from my team, from Pulse Music Greece, um, basically it was my idea. Okay. I told them I want some visuals uh, that has to do with uh, war, but you know, I don't want like blood and stuff right. like that in my visuals. I want something more artistic. So when they gave me some uh, some videos and some visuals, I was like, come on, look at that. I want that to be the visualizer of my song. I love it. And of course, I, I would love to have a music video about that. I have some great things in mind. Uh, I would love to have music video that like... Uh, what we did with Viral, which was my previous single. But unfortunately, I, I need to admit that I don't have the budget to do it because I'm also releasing a whole album this year and the whole, and the whole thing is based on me. I need to pay for that. I'm not a signed artist. <laughs> I, you know, I need to pay for everything. Yeah. Master, mixer, mixers, engineers, studios i need to do everything on my own and you know i'm just in my beginning i uh, i don't have you know that 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 big budget you know well you say you say you're on in the beginning but you have been honing this craft and what you're looking for what you need uh, is to have people that will back you up that will that will uh give to the cause donate to the cause if uh, somebody finds your music online and 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 sees something in you and has the means and has the the you know the pockets that are full of cash you know come over uh, check out D- dimitris netsis and and you know help him to get to that next level because you're doing great on your own anybody that's watching the video version of this will see you have a microphone behind you with a pop filter so you can make at least a demo 
in the room that you're in right now. And I'm looking. Well, go ahead. Yeah, you can make a demo. And I'm guessing that you're recording other people as well. You're not only recording yourself and trying to get yourself your career further. You're also helping other people, which is what we're supposed to be doing on this world is helping each other out. And that's beautiful. You're you're all about the peace and the love. And and you're you're walking the walk, not just talking the talk. You're doing great, Demetrius. It's I, I mean, I've I've watched you from afar and I know that we've tried to to put this interview together for so long but it took you staying up till three in the morning to to finally be able to talk here because you know my unfortunately my daytime schedule is uh is topsy-turvy but i'm so happy that you did that and, and you're drinking copious amounts of coffee what, what are you drinking there I, I i i see a cup but i don't see what do you yes to try new say yes to new adventures but what what's in the cup of course, it's my coffee because I couldn't make <laughs> I, I I couldn't make it to be you know awake at 4 a.m. <laughs> but I'm so excited to be talking with you. Seriously, oh. I'm so excited. I was waiting for that for so long. It was it's it's almost a year. So beautiful, and I'm I'm I've been happy to to listen to your music and share your music and play it on uh, radiowhat.com. That's uh, that's a given. It, that's one way, one small way that I can help. And you know, I want everyone to go listen to the music, listen to Dimitri's, share it on your social media for sure. But uh, you know, I I do want to go back a little bit. Uh, you were talking about you were in your twenties. And hanging out in London, and I've often told people in their 20s, men and women, when they're young men, young women in their 20s, they got no um, no, no attachments, uh, uh, no significant others. Go off, do things, travel the world if you can, uh, do exactly what you did, take in all the flavors of all the different places in the world and that inspire you know it'll inspire you whether you're a singer songwriter or you know even a dentist you know what whatever you do in your life the travel and meeting people is going to inspire you but you have the superpower the inspirations that you took from traveling around europe and and beyond was to put it on paper to to make it into song uh you know whether it be in greek or in english you know the the greek stuff has been around my goodness 12 years ago you started doing youtube and you were putting stuff in in greek the the bushka what was the the name of it the type of music babushka bazooki bazooki <laughs> babushka i think that's a russian thing isn't it <laughs> okay but the bazooki music you've been putting that out you did it for eight years you have so much content out there at least on the youtube and then my uh, thankfully to to the rest of the world or at least the english-speaking world i mean i love the greek stuff i've said that already but to the english-speaking now we not only get this great music but we also get the lyrics that you've poured your heart into uh it's it, it's amazing the powers you have i've never written a song and let alone several songs and had the the ability to record them and put them out into the world now uh you say that you're i mean you're you're going out of your own pocket and going to studios is there a particular studio that you use that you want to give a shout out to uh basically it's my team's studio it's uh, all you know yeah hello to play recording studio <laughs> okay <laughs> That's the name. and then the pulse pulse music greece it's your yeah. your place uh is that what's what's 
I'm looking at behind you and possibly in the other parts of that room. Uh, you have the yes. ability to record yourself. You have instruments. You said you play a little bit of keyboard. I have a keyboard out there in, in the living room, and uh, I, I don't know how to play any of it. I'm very happy that my wife, at least, she's learning how to play that piano, but I can't play any of it at all. Yeah, uh, uh, Pulse Music Greece, basically, it's the first time that I'm saying that um, in public. It's my first time. No one knows. So you're the first to know. And now everybody knows that Pulse Music Greece is run by me. And as I told you, um, it's basically it's a studio uh, in my home that I, I bring some artists, new artists to record this stuff without paying a penny and also basically it was um, it was uh, created just to um, support me uh, releasing my music you know in an independent way in all digital platforms you know you know i just wanted to do that like two years ago because i was very upset with the way record labels used to uh, still uh, work in in greece and um, I think uh, that uh, this is not only happening in Greece, it happens worldwide. You know, most people think that you're a uh, money machine and that they want to, <laughs> to like drain you down, like and take all your money from your pockets till the last euro. Anyway, I don't like the way it works and I will not become the way they, uh, they, they are. I'm, I, I, I believe in myself. I, I, I and I want to like walk walk down the street to another pathway, a pathway of people supporting freely, people supporting from their heart. Well, that's a story you know? that I've heard a lot. That's a big through line when I talk to independent artists, people that are not just independent, but they've had a record label that have helped them out. Now, back in the 60s and the 70s, back, way back when radio was brand new and records were brand new, uh, it used to be a, a record executive, somebody who had that type of uh, business would go and find the talent and bring them to the studio, pay for the studio time, you know, help them to, to make their records, promote the records. That is something that is of the past. Now with social media, uh, you know, now the record label is looking for people that have already have a hundred thousand fans already have, uh, you know, likes and, and a big following on social media. And then they want to go in and say, Oh, I can make you a little bit better, but really the stories that I've been listening to is that the record company just don't, wants to take a piece of the money you're already making. Definitely. Oh, I don't Definitely. like it. I don't like it. That's the way. That's the way it works, and I don't like it at all. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm confused because sometimes I'm thinking, um, you know, it's 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 not that easy to to be an independent artist because you need to do anything on your own, and especially when you also do something else for a living, you don't have the time to do that for goodness sake i'm working like seven out of seven seven days out of seven and i don't have that much time to to um, to to share on my social media to do some live streaming concerts to do some live streaming interviews i don't have the time uh, but you know and on the other hand i'm like i wish i had the record label i wish i had the manager i wish i had a booking agent you know but it's not it's not I, I, you know it's i i don't think it's it's the right way 
Well, whatever help you get, it needs to, you need to get help to get to that next level because we can only do so much on our own. Right. You have, you have right. the day job, you have the day job that is, that is helping to keep, uh, you know, food on your plate and a roof over your head. But then you have only so many hours when you're not doing that job to focus on your music career. And it's, it's very difficult. But if you had somebody that could help you maybe with the social media, maybe help promote you, uh, you know, to get, uh, go and put flyers out or to, to go talk to a club or a, uh, a, a venue and say, Hey, would you like Demetrius Nietzsche to come and play with you? But, uh, you know, you're talking about <laughs> the record labels you know, you're in, you're in London by yourself at 25 years old. You could have easily been taken advantage of. Now I, I do want you were, that was the first time and I know I'm bouncing around, but I'm kind of interested about the home life and the family life, you know, before you were 25, it's, it seems like you were, you were living at home and with your parents and do you have siblings as well? I have a sister uh, who is like 11 years old, older. Okay. And, uh, no, here, oh, come on. She's 11 years older. Sorry for any mistakes I'm doing, but you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit early in the morning. So I, <laughs> well, we've already done that. I think people are going to forgive you on that. But Please tell, forgive me. <laughs> well, tell me about the home life, because what I've heard is that, you know, the Greeks have uh, the, more often than not will bring the parents and the grandparents into the house. Is that something? Uh, is it a family unit like that? Or do you at least live in close proximity to where you have all your family t- together? Or is it spread out like my family is completely spread out now all over this country? <laughs> Have you watched the big fat Greek wedding movie? Yes, I use Windex uh, for my boo boos all the time. I need to. I need to say is I need to tell you that it's true story. True story. Most Greek families have that bad thing, bad habit. Definitely bad habit. Uh, most uh, most parents in Greece um, uh, they want their children to be living with them in their house. Uh, uh, till the day they got married, I think it's a very—it's one of the biggest mistakes because I can see that from my family. My my sister is she's like uh, forty-nine years old right now, and because she was divorced, divorced, she she still lives with my parents. I think this is sick. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. I think somehow this is sick. You're gonna and get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to lots of you know, Greek families, uh-huh. and you know I, uh, I don't want this to happen. Uh, this doesn't happen in the UK though. Mm. When you are like seventeen or eighteen years old, uh, uh, most parents, from the ones that I have met, they were like, "Okay, okay, now go study and do your life." I will always stay here. You know, um, if you need any type of help. You know, I will always stay here and I will be waiting for you. But you need to try. You need to spread your wings out and fly and do your life and make something. Otherwise, how you will be able to learn how to live? If you are stuck to your family's um, apartment, you know. No, that makes a lot of sense. It will not work. It will not work. It makes a lot of sense. I think that, you know, I left... Uh, my house when I was uh, 17 and I was done with high school. I was just getting into college. I, I left. I got my own apartment and I went to college. 
uh, it was a struggle. It was a little bit of a struggle. I had a job part time that was uh, helping me out. But, you know, there was times I, I had to go home for about a month or two to get things situated. And then I went back out on my own. But, yes, you're right. People need to spread their wings. It's good to have a, uh, you know, even a part time job when you were a child or, you know, when you're just growing up. It's good to have that responsibility. You get to go out and, and meet other people. And you had you went all the way to another country to go and have that college experience. That, that had to feel it, great. It was big. It was big because it was the first time I was leaving my my parents and I didn't like uh, went down uh, to another you know town of a Greek town or something. Uh, I went to an, I moved out to another country. It was such a big step for me. But you know, for for the first three months, it was it was aggressive. It wasn't. It was it was very difficult. I need to, to admit there were some difficult nights, and I was like I was like very afraid, and I was very disappointed, and I was like struggling to be okay. But after three months, you cannot believe how good it feels to work and live and support your and you will be supporting yourself on your own powers it's it's amazing the feeling it's amazing and i'm, I'm always telling that to my greek friends go and try the experience of living in another country abroad go for it you will remember me in the beginning you will definitely want to to come back because it's the way of um you know uh, you you were used to live in a way in a different way you know you you will find it difficult well you had the, you had the advantage of being a handsome young greek man in another country because you know th- at least the the ladies and probably the gentlemen as well w- will find the accent that you have you speak you know, you, you, a lot of people I say, oh, you have an accent and they'll get a defensive. I don't have an accent. You have an accent. <laughs> my my English is fine. No, but uh, if you go over to another country, you're going to have the exoticness of being, uh, oh, I am Dimitris from Greece. And the, all the English women in, are going to go, ooh, that's great. Ooh. <laughs> so I'm I sure- remember yeah. I remember, I remember uh, some friends that I got uh, from England. They were like impressed, like you say. They were like, uh, and uh, when I was uh, in England, I was. Uh, they were calling me Jim, not Dimitris. So in the beginning, I was like, here I am. I'm Jim from Greece. And after some months, I I told them my name is Dimitrios, and they were like, come you got an exotic name Dimitrios is magnificent and stuff like that and I also need to admit that uh, when you don't like speak a language which is not your mother language um, every single day uh, you also your accent is you know stronger when when I was in London after some months my accent was getting better and better and better and better I need to admit that when it's not your mother language. When I came back in, uh, in Greece in 2014, and, and almost for nine years, I'm, 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 I'm talking in, in Greek. You know, sometimes, like when I give an interview or when I have to record a song or when I watch a movie in Netflix and stuff like that, then I listen to, I listen to English, but I do not communicate with English that much. 
So that's the reason why my accent got a little bit weak again. But I believe that when I'm coming to the US, because I have some great plans for me, moving out pretty soon, soon over there. So I think that everything will go better with my accent. Apart from that, uh, when I was in London, uh, I, I used to hear people saying that English, English people were not that strict with their, with their language. Because it's their language, it's been, it's, it, they, they speak English in the whole planet. So it's like something they're used to. They, they <laughs> and I also need to admit that there are some Scottish people and some Australian people that they even got way more, uh, stronger accent than Europeans who are trying to speak in English, you know. Uh, so it, it was okay, but I had some great English friends who were like um, helping me with that. And they were like, come on, well done. You you will get better and better and better. Try to think in English. And it, it, it was okay. But they were saying, they were telling me, and in the beginning I was afraid, like, come on, how will I be able to, to talk to an American? They were like, Americans maybe like more strict with their accent. <laughs> well, and I was afraid in the beginning. <laughs> Come on, don't scare me. Well, I'm I'm a bit of an Anglophile. I do like the English uh, people. Uh, the UK. I mean, my goodness, you're right. They used to be all over this planet. They used to, the United Kingdom. Uh, what was the the saying? It used to be the sun never sets on the United Kingdom because it's all over. The, it used to be all over the world. But I, I've heard that story before, and you're telling me that your name, Demetrius, you ha- you tried to assimilate. You change it to Jim. I've heard that so many times. People come from from different countries and and their names sound so exotic to us. And they'll go, oh, my name's Bob. I'm Bob. But your real name (laughs) is beautiful. It wasn't my fault. When I I used to go to the school, you know, to the English school, when I was five, six, ten years old, they told me you should be called Jim. It wasn't my fault. They told me that. They learned me that. They, they teached me that. It wasn't my fault. So when I was in the UK, they told me, come on, you should be called Demetrius. Well, you should be called Demetrius. All right. It sounds very exotic, they told me. That, that's what you told me, too. So I, have an, I had an idea. In the, in the first English album, first full English album that I will release pretty soon, uh, I will... I want that to be called Demetrios. What do you think? I think it sounds beautiful. I think it's great. I think you should should write it exactly like we have here. Dimitris Nitsis. And now your your preferred pronunciation of your last name, I know we went through it before. It's Nitsis? Basically, it's Ne. Ne? It's, it's okay if you say Nesis or Nesis or Netsis. But... I want it to be like net, net. not me, not na. There you go. Netsis. Nesis. I like Nesis, Nesis or Nesis. It's okay. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, my friend. My goodness, I'm so glad that we've had this chance to talk. Uh, it, it, we didn't even scratch the surface. You have so many collaborations out there. The, the more recent one was Stacy Jackson. What a beautiful dance song. 
boom, boom, boom. If you're out there in the club, I want you to hear that song. Well, tell me, you know, what you want in the future. Let's wind this thing down. But what do you see with Dimitris Netsis, you know, in the future? What do you? What is it you're looking to do? You have the three albums out there, the 18 singles out there, uh, and, but, you know, and you have, you know, it's been getting thousands of streams that you could find right on your bio on your website, and which I will have in the show notes uh, make sure that you click on all those things. But um, what do you want for Dimitris in the, in the near future? Um, I want to be honest with you. I want some of, more opportunities, extra opportunities, extra chances for me, for people who will, be, for, I want to find people from, from abroad, from the US or the UK to support me and, you know, take me the hell out of Greece <laughs> and support me with some tours or performances or I don't know how I want to go definitely I want to visit the U.S. and also uh, continue with my career over there. I'm seriously thinking to move out to the U.S. And I'm so happy that I will be visiting Atlanta in, in August. I will be performing for the ISA Awards, for the wow. International Singer Society Association Awards. Yeah, in August. So uh, it's, it will be my first performance outside Greece and I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited and I I'm, I'm hope I hope that I will meet some people that will maybe help me. You know, it's not easy. Uh, possibly they, they believe that it's easier to support some people who already live in the US. I, I, I hear that. I understand that. I get it. But I'm here to give my all. I'm here to prove that I can do better. <laughs> well, I love talking to people all over the world that have collaborated with people all over the world. Even Stacy, uh, she gave an interview and she said, what, she's never met you in person, correct? And yet you have this collaboration. Basically, uh, I knew Stacy from the UK. Uh, okay. Stacy, I knew her because she was a regular uh, to the restaurant where oh, I okay. used to where I used to work. So we had some, you know, uh, connection from the via social media. So for so many years, for almost a decade. And she also did some great stuff, great recordings with uh, Snoop Dogg, and she also uh, is a Billboard charting artist. She's very. She's a great woman and great artist. So I told her uh, when I had the viral in my hands, I told her to collaborate. She was like more than excited about that, and we did a, a trilingual uh, song. It's not even bilingual. It's a trilingual song. Tri trilingual because it, what is it? Spanish as well. Uh, it, it's English, uh, French, and Spanish. Yeah, it was my first uh, attempt to sing Spanish. Sing Spanish too. Wow. So I'm so excited. I'm very enthusiastic about everything that may happen uh, in my international career. Uh, there are so many also independent music shows in the U.S. and I want to visit every single of that. I want to perform in every single of that. I'm so ecstatic about that. You cannot imagine how much I want to release English music, English music albums, and I want to do stuff. You cannot imagine how hungry I am to do lots of stuff because, you know, I'm, I'm young enough, you know, 
I'm not that young enough. I'm young enough. You know? I'm 30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eight. Exactly. You know. Well, Dimitris, I, I noticed that you've already been recognized. Uh, the ISSA is just one of several uh, award shows that recognize independent artists. Yes, you have the Grammys. Uh, these are the people that have record producers and companies that are pushing them with, you know, hundreds, of, you know, maybe millions of dollars, thousands of dollars, you know, that are being pushed. But the the. The nice thing about the ISSA and even the Josie Awards and some of these other ones that I've I've heard about over the years, they they really do um, give you the the wherewithal. They they make you want to go further. I see some awards on the video for people that are listening to the audio version of this. What are the awards that you have sitting there on that table behind you? Uh, ISA Awards, ISA Award, ISA Award. Uh, this is from uh, Europe. It's uh, Fair, Play, Fair Play Country Music Awards. It's a red carpet awards in the Netherlands. And they told me that uh, I, I will be able to perform in the Netherlands in August too. And also it's a Rambates Music Awards. Basically, I had received like more than 30 awards from indie music award shows in uh, in the US, most of them. Th that's why I told you that I'm very ex excited about um, con uh, to continue releasing music in English. Uh, only in two years I have succeeded so many things uh, and in Greece I have succeeded like way less in more than a decade. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm a hungry independent artist. I need to find some booking agents in the US. I also want to find some managers who may help me not to target my pocket but to help me <laughs> there you go well i mean it's nice to get those awards those accolades it's like having a a pat on the back or a handshake and saying hey good job you did great keep going keep doing keep following your dreams i like that i like that a lot all right let's finish this I'm thing off doing. yeah let's finish this I'm thing off I don't want this to be the last time that we talk. I want to talk with you as time progresses. When you release those albums, we can chat for a little bit. Doesn't have to be a whole hour. We could talk for, you know, 10, 20 minutes, whatever you want. But uh, uh, I want you to give shout outs to people that have helped you along the way. You've already given shout outs to uh, to uh, Kit, Kit Wakely and uh and your company at pulse music dance and even stacy jackson your collaborator stacy jackson i love her stacy jackson i definitely love you and she she was a mentor to me she helped me a lot i love her and I, you know our collaboration viral will always be a song to be proud of definitely uh, I, because we also talked about ice awards i want to say big Thank you to Mrs. Tamani Dove. She has helped a lot. She has helped me a lot. And she was, uh, she believed in me since day one. And I need to say that she's a wonderful lady and she's doing a lot to independent music industry. Definitely. God bless her. Definitely. And I also say, uh, I want to say a big Thank you to Kostadinos Economopoulos, who is a Greek composer, and he's also given me some great music. I, most of he of the Greek songs I have sung till now, it's uh, his compositions, most of them. 
Uh, so I would I would say I would like to say a big thank you. I have to tell you that I have also a small surprise to everyone who are curious about what will I submit for next year Grammys. You should stay and watch. Stay tuned, everyone. I have some great stuff coming up <laughs> apart from my, you know, full English album. That is beautiful. Apart and also Everyone who's watching, go on iTunes, go on Spotify, go everyone and stream, buy and like and share and dance to Poison, the brand new single, which was composed by Keith Wakely and it's written by me. All the links are right down there in the show notes. So make sure you click all the links for Dimitris Nitsis. Hey, um, I always finish these things off with last words for the people. This could be words to live by, something you heard a long time ago, maybe a mantra that you wake up with every morning, or you know whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Dimitris Netsis, please give the last words for the people. I used to love, and I still love Louise Hay. Have you heard of her? No. Luis Hay is a writer uh, who I love. I definitely love with all my heart and I have read, I have read all her books. Uh, I just want to close, to close this interview tonight for me uh, with a mantra which says, all is well and I am safe. Everything is working out for my highest good and out of any type of situation, only good will come. Well, there you have it, party people. Demetrius Netsis. Oh, what a cool dude. That man is going places, going far, but he needs your help. All right. Not just, you know, hey, if all you can do is stream his songs and share his songs on your social media, do it. Do it, okay? It costs nothing to listen to that music, to listen to that good, good Demetrius Netsis music. I mean, he's got, the, the Greek music is awesome. It's so good. And then, you know, because you can tell it's right from his soul. And then the English music, just as good, except now I can understand the lyrics, and that's fantastic for me because I'm selfish. I want to understand what I'm listening to, and it's beautiful. And he's got the collaborations. He'll sing on his own. It's dance. It's pop. It's rock. He, 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 the man, could, the man could do it all. The man could do it all. And he's got a little bit of, of people helping him out. He's got some people that have helped him out along the way. He gave some shout outs, but he needs more help. All right, Demetrius, I'm looking out for you, man. I want to see you going far. And uh, hey, uh, if you come to Atlanta, man, I, that's pretty close. It's not that close, but it's pretty close. <laughs> hopefully you make that that tour across the usa and i get to meet you in person my man demetrius netsis i'm so glad you finally made it to the podcast thanks for being on the what makes you famous podcast that's it for this edition of what makes you famous now if you yes you my loyal listener if you'd like to tell your story I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email keysdan at AOL.com. That's it for me. It's keysdanradiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Be on Radio What. Call 501-470-6386. Say your name, where you're from, 
and you're listening to what the music you want is on radiowhat.com if you like what you hear follow what makes you famous social media use the hashtag what makes you famous follow on facebook at what makes you famous follow on instagram at what makes you famous follow on twitter at makes famous and follow on youtube at keys dan leave what makes you famous podcast a review and subscribe listen to what makes you famous podcast on podbean itunes youtube stitcher google podcast and spotify and almost anywhere you find podcasts tell your story on my podcast what makes you famous call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time you can support what makes you famous using the paypal link paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keys dan.com thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some words to live by your job won't take care of you when you're sick your family will a public service message from radio what.com the music you want you